This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. We're back at Reporters Without Orders with our panel of young journalists at News Laundry. Before we dive into the podcast and a request to subscribe to News Laundry, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. So do the right thing, subscribe. If you don't like us, subscribe to News organization of your choice but unless you pay news can never serve you and it is a public good or should be today on the panel we have cherry hi cherry hello rohin hello amit hello and nidhi is in kashmir and she worked through the weekend for the rather unfortunate violent developments that happened uh, so she won't be joining us today she's probably on the trot so let me start with you amit over the last week what do you think made news that shouldn't have and what didn't that should have but before that have all of you heard about this new um INB ministry amendment to accreditation yes and i was just going go ahead i was just going through the papers to see who all thought it was important to put it on front news and i'm still halfway through hindustan times and i just found it on page 9 mm. and it's just surprising like as a newspaper how do you not give it front page importance times of india has one tiny snippet in a corner mm. and then it goes back to page 8 indian express has put a very nice headline taking a yeah. stand It says, in the name of fake news, government frames rules to blacklist journalists. Yeah, I think Indian Express is the only real uh, newspaper left, at least in the English language, right now in India, which is unfortunate. Um, But yeah, maybe um, we can mm-hmm. weigh in on that. Or we'll we'll have a longer report on that. Please do read a long report on this on News Laundry. But yes, let's start with you, Amit. I think it was overplayed. I wouldn't say that it shouldn't shouldn't have been in the news. Uh, the arrest of uh, fake news web uh, we can't can't even call him editor, co-founder <laughs> of fake news website postcard. Uh, postcard. Mm. Uh, so yes, it was important to cover that news because it was arrest uh, an arrest related to uh, spreading of fake news. Mm. But having a debate on TV channel and comparing uh, fake news. you know on the lines of having the discussion on the lines of freedom of expression and comparing it with the political leanings that websites have like someone some a particular news editor compared uh, fake new uh, postcard <laughs> with uh, the wire and who was uh, this editor I mean our favorite arnab yes oh dear god so mm. the problem with these news debates are a lot of people are not really aware of what's fake news and what constitutes propaganda and what's plain misreporting do you think uh, these editors don't understand what is fake news I think what is arnab propaganda does. for him i think arnab is purposely doing what he's doing which is unfortunate but yeah even i agree with you the kind of play it got it was giving a rather um, you know mischievous and irrelevant character it was mainstreaming him in a way that he's a serious party in journalism right also it, it you know the general masses are confused about uh, what is freedom of expression what's paid news what's propaganda news and what's fake news there's a difference between i mean i'm too young to uh, give details about this but we can say that there's a difference between paid propaganda and fake news so uh, you can't defend a news website peddling fake news in name of freedom of expression right sorry But if you're saying that it caught or it was overplayed then 
I thought it was setting a sort of example, which is why I thought it wasn't overplayed. I I understand and I agree that the kind of debates on it was a little misconstrued, but I don't think it was overplayed because it was setting an example. Just like when you were talking about convictions in the Jharkhand lynching case, it was a judgment that needed coverage because it was setting an example of a court taking a stand. The problem was with the tone, right? Absolutely, that I agree to. Hmm. And um, what do you think should have got a lot more coverage instead? Uh, this could be my personal bias, and before you know, sharing the exact details of the news, I mean, it's it's again a news from Jharkhand, uh, which was reported by uh, one of the most prominent uh, Hindi newspaper there, uh, Prabhat Khabar. Uh, so the Jharkhand government has drafted a, a amendment in the uh, Revenue Act. Uh, where uh, they will go on to save officers, administrative officers who are accused of uh, uh, cases of forgery and uh, misdeed of land uh, conversion, transformation, sale, including land of like individual uh, land owned by individuals, uh, groups, land uh, acquired by the uh, government lands acquired by corporate houses mm-hmm. so this is this i think this was very important news i mean you're giving impunity to corrupt uh, administrative officers uh, just because your priority right now as a government is to acquire as much as land you want for the corporate houses and uh, besides prabhat khabar no other news organization uh, even i said they did not had access to the news or they didn't dare to cover it there could be n number of reasons and the national media i think it's i mean i would uh, like comment of you people i mean if there would have been a similar bill or draft in uttar pradesh do you think it would have been covered in the national media most certainly for two reasons uttar pradesh makes news no matter what and secondly yogi adityanath is the news grabber of the day no irrespective of whether it was governed by yogi yeah i think it would still have definitely got a lot more play than what it got right now is that because of media media's demographic bias like when it's north or well even jharkhand is north but i think um in the larger scheme of things it's not a state that has the kind of uh, political clout or the news capital that uttar pradesh does um you know uttar pradesh has sent pretty much every prime minister other than devagard and all that entire gang in the middle mm. um so i mean that is one reason and of course because yogi it would have got even more so you're saying because ministers haven't made ministers from jharkhand haven't a lot of ministers from jharkhand haven't made it to the front line of the political yes, chain yes it is, is not a place that has thrown up national leadership or has you know captured the kind of imagination I and mean, for that matter even kashmir hasn't but uh, when i had just entered the profession of news Kashmir was the sexiest story. Now Kashmir had not sent any big ministers in, but, but then it's Pakistan. But it was like the biggest story, not just nationally but internationally as well. Uh, then in the late two thousands, uh, Maoism and Naxalism was the you know sexy story that it didn't. Not that Chhattisgarh had sent any major ministers either, but I mean what the dynamics that make a news story sexy are complex and varied, and Jharkhand has not featured. on that kind of spectrum as yet in, in any significant way i mean i think uh, i'm personally very biased about this it's more uh, more to do with the editors uh, who sit in the newsroom and who take the shots i mean they do not have a very a very clear perspective about things for them news it's easier to send someone a reporter for us as well as a news organization it will be easier for us to send a reporter to uttar pradesh compared to jharkhand or for that matter uttarakhand mm-hmm. 
I think that has one thing to do the other uh, the kind of editors that we have in newsrooms maybe they are they would be majorly from states like Uttar Pradesh, Delhi, Punjab mm -hmm. or maybe J Bihar. Right. You don't have someone from Jharkhand or Uttarakhand or Chhattisgarh. Right. Also, you have barely 10 years of, uh, 15, 17 years of uh, Jharkhand's history. Existence. The state mm. was formed in 2000. Sure. So you can't expect leaders yeah. from there. But yes, yeah. when it comes to minerals, when it comes to iron ore, everything, you, you get every important but resource. But that aside, yeah. just, just the facts of the case are significant enough to be a, a story of, hmm. of consequence. Hmm. So, yeah, I think that, but like I said, there are the various reasons why this doesn't happen. Rohan? There was another thing that tribal areas tribal areas. anti-national activity Actually, the Tribals Act in the 1980s that forest land can be able to get it on its own way. And tribal population underplay yeah. इस, इस week, news news तर्क तो यह है कि जिस व्यक्ति का यह प्रपोजल है जो गवर्नर है यूपी के उनके बारे में जब आप जानकारी प्राप्त करते हैं राजस्थान गवर्नमेंट की वेबसाइट पे उसमें रामनायक खुद महाराष्ट्र से आते हैं सांगली जिले से आते हैं और उनके पिताजी का नाम है श्री दामोदर लेकिन रामनायक के नाम में सिर्फ राम नायक है तो उसी तर्क के हिसाब से उनका नाम भी राम दामोदर नायक होना चाहिए और अंबेडकर के नाम में जब राम जी इंक्लूड करने की बात आई और जो विरोध और समर्थन हुआ उसमें हम लोग को यह भी जानना चाहिए कि बाबा साहब के राम और कृष्ण पे क्या थॉट थे और उन्होंने किताब लिखी थी रिडल्स ऑफ हिंदुइज्म उसमें उन्होंने राम के चरित्र का जिस तरीके से वर्णन किया है वो आज के हिंदूवादी संगठनों के लिए बहुत मतलब डरावना हो जाएगा और वो भड़क जाएंगे उन्होंने बाली और सुग्रीव की जो लड़ाई हुई थी रामायण में उसमें लिखा था कि ये रामायण के चरित्र पर सबसे बड़ा धब्बा है यह एक ऐसा अपराध है जो बिना उकसावे के राम ने किया था बाली की राम से कोई दुश्मनी नहीं थी यह एक कायराना हरकत थी जो निहत्थे बाली के साथ हुई थी यह एक सुनियोजित हत्या थी तो और उसी के साथ उन्होंने आगे और बताया कि क्योंकि बाबा साहब कास्ट और वर्ण व्यवस्था के खिलाफ थे तो उन्होंने रामायण में संभूक की हत्या के बारे में भी लिखा कि जब ऐसा माना जाता था कि राम के राज्य में अकाल मृत्यु नहीं होती थी और वहां एक ब्राह्मण लड़के की मृत्यु हो गई उसके बाद एक ऐसा बताया गया मतलब राजा को कि कोई सूद्र तपस्या कर रहा है और यह धर्म का नाश है राम भेष बदलकर जंगल में जाते और देखते हैं कि सही में संभूक जो शूद्र था वो तपस्या कर रहा है और वो उसका गला धड़ से अलग कर देते हैं तो इसका भी क्रिटिसिज्म बाबा साहब ने लिखा है इसीलिए राम जी इंक्लूड करने का तर्क कुछ भी दिया जाए लेकिन जो प्रेजेंट इन्वॉल्वमेंट है उसमें सेंस कुछ और बनता है बिल्कुल आई मीन इट इज अ वे ऑफ अप्रोप्रिएटिंग इवन टू द हिंदू रिलीजन आल्सो हिज सन ऑफ इज द ग्रैंडसन इट्स हिज ग्रैंडसन हु केम आउट यू नो हेवीली अपोजिंग दिस लेकिन ये भी है ना कि जो लोग विरोध कर रहे हैं वो भी बाबा साहब के विचार बता नहीं पा रहे लोगों को कि ये केस है ये उन्होंने लिखा है 
Hmm. I, I mean, I, I think they very conveniently, Ram Nayak said that if you see his hmm. signature yeah. in the, uh, uh, as part of the uh, draft committee that hmm. formed the constitution, that made the constitution, he has signed uh, uh, Ramji in Ram his Ji signature. So therefore that is reason enough, hmm. which is, I mean, obviously, I don't know how, how many people it fools, but I th- I think um, just the nature of the debate, like hmm. you mentioned, is not does not take into account the historical context hmm. or the uh, social context of, of Baba Ambedkar. Okay, so you think this w- did not get the correct kind of coverage. Haan. Though it got coverage, hmm. but it was again not very smart. Because when Dalit is Hinduization, and the Dalit is also telling us that we Hindu, so in this case, Ambedkar's thoughts and his book, this was Maharashtra Sarkar's publication division, when it was released in the 1960s, it was also a big deal. And Siv Sena had a lot of trouble, and it was also banned for some तो ये लोगों के सामने जाना चाहिए कि अंबेडकर ने कहा क्या है आखिर और तो इस पर आप लिखिए एक लेख इस पे ओपिनियन पीस लिखना थोड़ा आई थिंक इट्स अ गुड वन टू राइट आई थिंक यू शुड राइट एन ओपिनियन पीस ऑन दिस वी विल स्पीक विद अतुल एंड व्हाट डू यू थिंक इस वीक ऐसी कोई खबर नहीं है जो मुझे लग रहा है कि डाउनप्ले की गई थी ठीक है so uh, in the news that was overplayed there were there are two bits of pieces uh, two bits of news that i want to discuss one is amit malviya's prediction of the uh, karnataka poll dates mm. so congress's shrivatsa had also he is uh, from Karna- karnataka's congress unit he also tweeted out the date at the same time as amit malviya did and both of them tweeted it out before the election commission announced the dates and so Amit Malviya said that he got the dates from Times, Times now. now. But and this time he's right. Like Times Now was broadcasting it before the election commission did and journalists can get the dates. But the debates weren't around the sanctity of election commission as an institution. How information this time it's just the dates. Other times it could be something else mm. which could be more important. But it wasn't about how do we ensure that data from institutions do not get leaked or how do we ensure that institutions are safe but it was more about roasting amit malviya who while he's earlier peddled fake news or has misreported facts but this time he wasn't responsible for it and this time he was roasted like nobody's business so i thought it was a little overplayed second bit of news or if we can call it news was farhan akhtar deleting his facebook account Hmm. it was like he is although he is a bollywood actor that's his personal choice why or how does that make news and so much news that if i'm watching it at noon you're still playing it if i'm watching it in the evening you're still playing it so while i understand the timing of the news was when the cambridge analytica and facebook debate was going on but still this mm-hmm. is just one human being there's so much more to debate so those were the two bits of news I thought was overplayed. And anything you thought was underplayed. But while you come to that, I just want to um, mention about this, um, you know, the whole fake news thing that, you know, what kind of... Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. So so it w- I don't think it was underplayed. People but it wasn't played correctly. No, no. Mm. It Like Mirror now had a brilliant debate on it and mm. newspapers have... Like they they have it on the front pages except HD. And Times Now has just a small snippet. But I was surprised at Telegraph not taking a stand. Usually the headlines in the Telegraph are such that they are clear, they take a clear stand, which I found was very docile in this particular event. So uh, within the day of the announcement, yes, on social media, particularly when this news was played out, like it is, 
an example of what this amendment to accreditation is threatening people are already tagging people who they think who they disagree with or they dislike as fake news peddlers and news that they don't like even though there are documents to back these reports they are calling it fake news hmm. there was a report in indian express by krishna kaushik and he's cited instances of two reports by indian express where they have documentation one is on an fir and people are calling it fake, fake news. news correct including ministers i'm just like this can be used to target people to target uh, reporters yeah, i i don't think anyone is under any illusion that this is um uh, uh, kind of device they've used to target news organizations and has under fake news uh though i do think a law needs careful deliberation and needs to be made um maybe uh, if i have the time to I'll write a piece on it uh, you know i don't know if are you guys familiar with the uh, pizza gate not uh, really but pizza What's the gate was basically this was in the us mm-hmm. um the run up to the election uh, hillary there was some fake news peddle that Hillary Clinton is part of some ring that does satanic verse uh, you know worship and they kind of push uh, teenagers or something into human trafficking and and sex work and there was the involvement of Comet Ping Pong which is a a, a pizza kind of a, a company that runs pizza parlors and there was some child sex ring now that led to a man uh, walking into that restaurant and firing a gun and he shot no no skilled but it led to that now us has the most robust freedom of speech laws and they protect it like nobody in the world does uh and where their law ends is that if your speech is inciting someone to carry out an act of violence immediate there's clear and present danger like immediately i say cherry pick up that brick and hit rohin in the on the head <laughs> that is a direct call to action of violence mm. that is where freedom of speech ends there you can be prosecuted but anything that is not a direct order or a direct instruction is freedom of speech but because of the world we live in because of technology now these laws remember were made before the internet mm. now this news that there is a child sex ring running out of this restaurant is not saying go and shoot at that restaurant so it's protected by freedom of speech but it led to someone walking there and shooting it was fake news so i mean I I th- this postcard thing is I mean while I understand the freedom of speech angle to it I do think that it has not been thought through completely especially in an environment like India where the suggestion that people are lynched on a daily basis there was a child molester who was or a rapist of a child who was uh, bashed to death by a crowd I think day before yesterday it was in the newspaper every day you hear of some lynching or the other um so in that environment the news the likes of which which postcard runs i think needs to be scrutinized it's i'm not saying the present law is a great law most laws in india are drafted for harassment and not really for justice but that is a debate that needs to be had uh, and it's a pity that we have one of the most incompetent governments in place on issues like this to really draft that law because it is a serious matter that needs attention but the quality of people who are pretending to give attention to it is really compromised. I just want to add context to this accreditation which we are discussing because it hasn't uh so basically what the INB ministry has done it has amended the accreditation guidelines such that once a complaint is filed against a journalist or a report stating that it is fake news the accreditation of the journalist can be taken away 
even before it is verified that that was fake news right which is scary because as i said people are already saying that tagging people who they dislike or tagging news sure. that they are against as fake news and like you were speaking about legislations need to be thought through there's mm. a hypocrisy of logic in this amendment or in this amendment to guidelines of accreditation which is like by in our law we currently believe innocent until proven guilty mm. here we are already suspending the accreditation of the journalist even before it is determined that the news was fake mm. so okay um now i just want to uh, you know keep your recommendations on standby i want everyone's views on this entire dalit agitation that happened yesterday where nine people have been killed i believe 11 11 now 11. is that right so there were six in madhya pradesh one in rajasthan one, one in, in punjab pradesh one in up um but it's not clear that were they killed because of police firing or what there were visuals of some protesters also brandishing guns and firing um you think the way uh, this uh, this this um protest has been covered um merits the kind of sympathy that it's gotten uh, because i have heard people say that the way the jat agitation was covered where there was they were clearly villains the jat agitation they were villainous creatures karni sena agitation clearly villain attack um in this case although the there is documentary proof of the violence uh by and large the media has been a little uh, more sympathetic to that them in, in in spite of compelling evidence of lumpenism uh, and if that is the case you think there's a context to it and that is justified amit when you start so otherwise i mean uh, whenever there's a dalit protest in the country uh you either do not play it the news channels will not uh, play it there will be number of and number of news organization newspapers which will not run stories including the one which happened last year in delhi where chandrasekhar uh, ravan gathered i think it was one of the biggest dalit protest in yeah. national capital in the past decade yeah where over 5000 7000 people were there it was, huge. Yeah. It was, it was huge. about three times as big as when anna sat on the first yeah, yeah. Hmm. and uh, no one covered it Mm. but uh, you covered last day's uh, protest because why you could uh, so initial narrative you you could actually figure out what is the narrative and uh, i think we should also look into who are the people reporting uh, from the ground i have a friend a particular friend who was constantly writing since morning against the entire protest is a savarna he works with a a uh, particular news or hindi news organization uh, in rajasthan hmm. so uh, the narrative was set that okay there's a band there'll be heavy loss of uh, revenue there'll be uh, loss of property uh, loss of property there'll be problem for people commuting obviously if there's a band whether it be sarkari band or that's inevitable sure you will uh, the transport there will be issues with the transportation right whether it be train car anything and there will be financial losses and it's not nothing new about it and we are, we are also have to understand why these dalits uh, were forced to uh, go on street protest call for a band because the government did not respond to the crisis immediate crisis which occurred after the uh, supreme, supreme court's Court. judgment and till the time this was not declared the band was not called It, it i mean we also have to look at what happened the government did not announce the fact that it is going to file a review petition 
only once the the call for band was called i mean given uh, the government made a swift move it said that it's going to the court and it was uh, the the petition was to be filed on the day when band was called so what you're saying is before the actual violence in the band broke out hmm. a counter narrative had already been set discrediting the band or kind of yeah snuffing hmm. out this hmm. voice so you, you, for for our hmm. listeners i'll just put context to it the supreme court um which uh, in a bench on march of two, 20th and there were a two judge bench if i'm not wrong uh, had said that basically there are, i think four laws in india where the you know the natural justice logic that you're innocent until proven guilty is reversed that it is the onus is on you to prove that you're innocent uh, one is dowry uh, you know wife beating or uh, dowry one is drugs and narcotics if they're found on you uh, one is um anti dalit and there's one more i forgot what the fourth, fourth one is where uh, rape laws the rape law correct the rape law yeah the onus is on you to prove you're guilty uh and the logic behind these is because they are so widespread and heinous these crimes uh that the the normal course of event of innocent will prove guilty is reversed because of the historical um you know dynamic of whether it is gender dynamic in a country or whether the dowry or husband wife because uh, many of you who listen to this won't remember in the 80s there used to be ads on tv about you know uh, don't burn your bride i mean can you imagine i mean in, in a you know civilized Are you country serious they would don't burn your bride in the sense not like that but ye jurm hai do you know it's a crime to burn your wife i mean one would think that they would know it's a crime but that's the scale of it which is why this law was important that automatically you'd go to jail similarly in our country the kind of treatment that lower castes have got down the ages uh, there in my view is some merit to it being a non bailable offense and the supreme court had said it is not a non bailable offense it there is anticipatory bail and it is not automatic arrest and the government did not challenge that order which has led to this agitation mm. sorry right. amit so you were saying so uh, and and there is a counter narrative that what's wrong in it even if the supreme court has given the judgment so what's wrong in it i was uh, two years back i was in gujarat uh, covering uh, the the state of dalit dalit rights in gujarat in the saurashtra region where uh, the una flogging happened so uh, i was traveling i mean uh, i was traveling from one district to other uh, f- uh, to cover a particular uh, incident which had happened and on the way to that village uh, some uh, while i was asking for direction someone told me that if you if you're looking for atrocities on dalits why don't you go to the another village which is 7 kilometers from here so a minor girl was uh, was i mean there was a attempt to rape and uh, it took them almost 24 hours to get the fir registered right. initially the police was uh, not ready to file the fir and so there are two laws which should have been applied a first is the rape law the second is scst act, act. right atrocities yeah. act even then the police did not register the fir for 24 hours unless there was a a lot of pressure on the police to Media, do so yeah uh, and also uh, if any of you have the time read a, f- a book called behenji by ajoy bose uh, on how before mayawati became chief minister of up because by and large most shows and policemen were thakurs uh, it was pretty normal for a bunch of thakurs at the end of the day to get drunk and you know walk into any dalit house and drag out any woman who they fancied and just rape her and because they knew she wouldn't even be able to file an fir so let alone get justice so in that context you know this is to be seen but uh, i mean quickly and before hmm. i come to the other two i get what you're saying 
now and i understand you can't strip something of context and look at it only in isolation but even with that in mind do you think the condemnation of the uh, obvious violence and uh, you know that uh, bus being burnt and people running out like we saw that bus that was stoned when the karni sena was protesting and those children ran out and there was justifiable condemnation of it here there was there were visuals of these guys you know roughing up poor vendors on the street who are selling arm lokart you know amrood um i i i'm not sure i'm conflicted about this but i i do think there is some sense to that not being condemned enough even by political parties and by news professionals iska ek karan ye hai ki kal jo ek video sabse zyada chal rahi thi wo ek white shirt mein aadmi hai wo fire kar raha hai gwalior mein revolver se uski identity reveal hui hai aur uska naam hai raja singh chauhan raja singh chauhan और उसके फेसबुक पोस्ट से और अकाउंट से इतना मालूम चल रहा है कि वो किसी हिंदूवादी संगठन का मेंबर है तो मुझे ये लग रहा है कि सैबोटाज हाँ तो कई दैट इज ऑल्सो थ्योरी क्योंकि आप उसी भीड़ में घुस जाते हैं और उस तरीके से आप पुलिस पे फायर करते हैं ताकि पूरे प्रोटेस्टर्स जो एक मार्च चल रहा है ये बिल्कुल हो सकता है कि जब भी कोई हिंसा होती है जब भी कोई प्रोटेस्ट होता है तो उसमें कुछ लोग उग्र होते हैं लेकिन जो ये केस है इसमें जब ये अब जो ट्रेंड दिख रहा है अलग अलग जगहों पे जैसे बिहार के आरा से कुछ लोग मेरे रिश्तेदार हैं वो बता रहे हैं कि ये अपर कास्ट के जो लोग हैं जब प्रोटेस्टर्स उस मोहल्ले से गुजरे हैं तो वहाँ पे पत्थर फेंका गया है कि मतलब हमारे मोहल्ले से तुम कैसे गुजर सकते हो चमारों की गली से कैसे जाओगे मतलब चमार हमारे गली से कैसे जाएंगे तो इस तरीके से ये जो लार्जर ट्रेंड ये है कि अपर कास्ट वर्सेज ये हो गया है फेसबुक से ये शुरू हुआ दिस इज ऑल सोशल मीडिया सोशल मीडिया से सोशल मीडिया रोहिन वॉज सेंग लेकिन मुरैना वन पर्सन हु वॉज किल्ड सो अकॉर्डिंग टू द न्यूज रिपोर्ट्स ही इट्स अमेजिंग अट वॉज रिटर्न कि पुलिस की मदद करने के लिए सवर्धन जाति के लोग सामने आए और भास्कर और जागरण ये तो कुछ भी नहीं है आज दैनिक जागरण का हेडलाइन है कि सुप्रीम कोर्ट के फैसले के खिलाफ हिंसा ग्यारह मरे दैट्स अडलाइन दैनिक जागरण कामगलिंग लॉ को हेल्प करने के लिए विजलांटे सड़क पे उतरे और पुलिस की मदद करने में पेलू खान की हत्या कर दी इंग्लिश मीडिया का मतलब रिप्रेजेंटेशन उसके न्यूज रूम का कैसा ये तो नहीं मालूम लेकिन हिंदी मीडिया का जो रिप्रेजेंटेशन है उसमें ज्यादातर लोग सवर्ण है मतलब हम लोग जो तीन महीने से जो डाटा एनालिसिस कर रहे हैं उसमें ये मालूम चलता है कि एट्टी के अप्रोक्स लोग सवर्ण है उसमें हाई कास्ट के लोग हैं तो वहाँ पे एडिटोरियल्स भी कोई दलित या कोई ओबीसी बहुत कम ही लिख पा रहा है तो इस सेंस में हमको ये भी देखना चाहिए कि जब वो प्रोटेस्ट को देखने जाएगा तो उसके दिमाग में पहले से उसकी कंडीशनिंग ऐसी हुई है कि उसको हर चीज़ वैसे क्योंकि हम लोग जब अपब्रिंगिंग होती है तो कई बार कोई बच्चा हमारे मोहल्ले में जब ऐसा होता था कि जब बच्चा फटा कपड़ा पहन लिया तो उसको कास्टिस्ट कमेंट कर देते बिल्कुल जब हम भी स्कूल में होते थे हमें पता भी नहीं होता था कि द वर्ड भंगी एंड चमार description of a caste mm-hmm. if someone was in fact ye pannu that uh, that girl who was in that film um, uh, tapsi pannu tapsi pannu she in an interview huh. said that sometimes the way i'm dressed mm-hmm. and i like dressing mm-hmm. and people say kya why you dress like a bhangi mm-hmm. and salman khan said she, it 
she did not Salman Khan. So they don't even understand that it is so inherent in hmm. us that we don't even realize what what it is yeah i to, get what you're saying to mujhe ye lagta hai ki jab aap anti dalit protest dekhte hain aur aapko hinsa se hinsa se sahi mein dikkat honi chahiye lekin jo unke mudde hain to kyun nahi jab ek dalit ko ghodi pe chadhne ke liye mara gaya peet peet ke maar diya gaya to kyun nahi us mohalle ke thakur aur brahman nikal ke aaye aur bole ki i am a same to be brahmanwadi unko ek rally nikalni chahiye thi sadkon pe ki jao humko koi dikkat nahi hai kuch hamare log aise hain jo ye kar rahe hain तो क्योंकि उनके अंदर भी कास्ट इतना ज़्यादा भरा हुआ है और वो नहीं चाहते कि समता समाज में स्थापित हो सके चलिए आई डोंट नो आई एम स्टिल ऑन द फेंस अबाउट दिस बिकॉज येस्टरडे रोहन एंड आई वर सॉर्ट ऑफ टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस लाइक इट्स वेरी इजी फॉर फ्रिंज एलिमेंट्स टू एंटर अ क्राउड प्रिटेंड टू बी अ पार्ट ऑफ दैट प्रोटेस्टिंग ग्रुप एंड जस्ट लाइक इनिशली वी स्पोक अबाउट देर हैव बिन अटेम्प्स टू ऑलरेडी construct a narrative that would discredit this protest or the protesters so this is also a very subtle way of discrediting discrediting the entire right. protest and as you said like is there a sort of sympathy towards this protest that these are the kinds of questions that one would want to raise to sort of discredit the protest and i i don't know what the truth is i still have to look into it but I wouldn't want to put out a judgment well before that because I think they are right in taking to the streets because otherwise I don't see the government paying any heed or anyone paying any them. heed अच्छा दिक्कत भी तब ये होती है ना कि जब लोग भारत बंद बुलाते हैं जब आम लोगों का जीवन थोड़ा ठप होता है तब उनको समझ आता है कि अच्छा कुछ हो रहा है अदरवाइज तो किसी को कोई परेशानी नहीं होती है दूसरी चीज हिंसा के साथ ये भी जोड़ना चाहिए कि जिस तरीके से स्टेट ने रिटेलिएट किया उस वायलेंस को ऐसा पहले शायद नहीं हुआ एक दो वीडियो सोशल मीडिया पे ऐसी आई हैं कि भीड़ में लड़के खड़े हैं और अचानक से उनको पेट में गोली लगी और वो लड़का ऑन द स्पॉट मारा गया hmm. ये शायद यूपी का वीडियो है जो कल फेसबुक पे चल रहा था वन थिंग आई मीन आई हैव फोर एडिशन क्विक एडिशन टू दर डिस्कशन फ्रॉम माई साइड वन इज यस दिमिलरिज्म बाई करनी सेना बट डिड द स्टेट रिटेलिएट इन अमिलर मैनर डे वी सॉ करनी सेना मेंबर्स यू नो सेटिंग मॉल्स cars everything on fire in fact a bjp representative actually justified that action right. on television hmm. uh, second is uh, the violence in any protest cannot be defended by any means be hmm. it karni sena protest or dalit protest but and while we were giving uh, examples of this happened that happened and we have to look into narratives we are not saying that if tomorrow there is a karni sena protest and violence happened we will go on to defend or you know someone can say ki acha tab to dalit wale mein ye bola abhi kyun keh raha ab ho sakta hai bahar ke elements aaye ho no it won't happen because there is a there is a context to every sure. uh, Uh, yeah. every protest every mm. and the interests event, of right? parties are different Haan. sure mm. and uh, last thing that i want to say is uh, i mean it's also about the kind of reporting the nature of reporting the nature of questions i just came across one video and i have no shame in naming that particular organization and uh, that uh, particular news in uh, clip it's a it was india news uh, reporter somewhere mm. on ground where clearly the protesters were uh, on you know on rampage to burn everything uh, destroy everything which protesters uh, dalit protesters okay. and they were moving towards uh, the district collector's house or office hmm. now this reporter asks 
दी प्रोटेस्टर्स दैट आप लोग क्या करेंगे अगर आप लोगों को अंदर नहीं जाने दिया जाएगा तो लोग कहते हैं हम तो अंदर जाएंगे ही आप लोग क्या करेंगे हम आग लगा देंगे सुनिए आग लगा देंगे सो दैट वॉज दी आंसर यू नो आई गेट सीकिंग दीज पीपल आर एंग्री एंड वट दे आर केपेबल ऑफ डूइंग एंड ही वॉन्टेड दैट आंसर ऑन कैमरा दैट बाइट ऑन कैमरा सो दैट यू नो इट कैन बी यूज इवोकिंग सच रिस्पॉन्स कुड बी द ट्रिगर टू दशन दैट दे माइट टेक the requirement of laws that now it's not as simple as the us model of freedom of speech okay on that note uh, let's hear your recommendations rohan let's start with you what is your recommendation for the uh, week ek to jo ye hum log baat kar rahe the ki kis tarike se police retaliate karti hai aur kis tarike se media ka structure hai is pe vibhuti narayan rai ne ek kitab likhi hasimpura aur hasimpura mein unhone bahut tarike se bataya hai ki kis tarike se police logo ko represent karti hai jo upper caste aur hindu hote hain और जो दूसरे तरफ के लोग होते हैं उसको तो किस तरीके से डिलीजिट करती है पुलिस और दूसरी किताब अंबेडकर की होगी रिडल्स ऑफ हिंदुज्म अमित वन ग्राउंड रिपोर्ट दैट टू इट वाज पार्ट ऑफ द ट्रूथ वर्सेस हाइप शो सो इट्स अ ग्राउंड रिपोर्ट फ्रॉम बिहार ऑन व्हाट हैपेंड इन रोसेरा वेयर दी कम्यूनल वायलेंस हैपेंड एंड आई वुड सजेस्ट दैट पर्टिकुलर चंक ऑफ द ग्राउंड रिपोर्ट रेस्ट इज अ up to the viewers whether they want to watch the show Whose or not report is this it's shruti's, shruti's report shruti's report yeah uh, who was with news laundry and uh, the other is uh, the uh, news report which was discussed by cherry uh, by krishnan koshik in indian express about uh, the headline is uh, look who is uh, busting fake news for 13 ministers site with exam warriors link right yeah. before i go to my recommendation can i discuss what are the problems with this accreditation amendment sure so basically there are three problems from where i see it please weigh in if you disagree so first the pci and the nba they have been proven over time and again ineffective what are the pci and the nba you should tell us oh, so the press council of india and the national broadcasters association they the are self regulatory uh, represents print and nba represents uh, television channels hmm. so they are self regulatory bodies and the members are the people from these bodies but over time we've seen time and again including the goharazan uh, z news case where Uh, they impose asked, a fine and the guy says I'm not yeah, going to pay it, including have, uh, Rajat Sharma also. Absolutely. So they've been asked to apologize and they don't tender an apology. So are we expecting these same people to look into these cases within 15 days and then tell whether that's fake news or not, and then take action? Like what will make them effective now? plus these are autonomous bodies so if a framework is being given by the inb ministry is it not impugning on the autonomy of these organization right and the last problem is the mo- like the n- most numbers or incidences of fake news is being put out on social media or by political parties but these guidelines do not cover them or them. the accreditation they don't they are not accredited so what are you going to take away Okay um I'll recommend that uh, listeners uh, read the report that is going to be published on News Laundry or by the time this podcast is up it may already have been published um I think that will set a lot of funda straight I'll just quickly weigh in on the last bit I do think there um different standards will have to apply to news organizations and political parties and individuals because individual political parties don't have the credibility news organizations do so if as a news organization 
there are certain rules. Now, I'm not saying the rules are right or wrong. I completely agree with you on why that's problematic. But I would not bang everybody under the same. You cannot call. I would not say Indian Express, IBN, NDTV, and Postcard should be a part of the same. So, I, and political parties do what political parties do. And my recommendation for the week is, um, since we were talking about the Dalit process, a, a book by Ajoy Bose called Behenji. It's on Mayawati's rise. Uh, many of us take it for granted that she's this big leader. Okay, she's not that big anymore, but is a leader of consequence. Um, without really understanding the environment where she came from, why a woman of her caste becoming chief minister of UP was a bigger deal than Barack Obama becoming president of the United States. Because a black man becoming president of the United States is way easier than a woman of her caste becoming chief minister of UP especially at the time when she did, in the circumstances that she did. And those who criticize the big elephants and the big Mayavati statues need to understand the importance of such symbolism because that kind of gives a voice to the voiceless when a woman actually chopped off the dick of a guy who came to rape her and he used to rape her on a regular basis for several months or years. But when Mayavati became chief minister, she had the courage to take, cut his dick off, go to the police station, put the dick and knife there and tell the Thakur Daroga that now you'll file an FIR because Behenji is chief minister. So that kind of stuff matters. It makes people raise their voice, which you often take for granted. So on that um, pleasant note... <laughs> I want to give my recommendation. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, what's your recommendation? <laughs> so, Before the recommendation, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> there's one, because we're talking about powerful... Uh, leader so there's another very powerful leader who wherever she goes she actually brings a storm and mobilizes people and there are people on streets fighting against her against <laughs> who's that uh, she is currently the INB minister oh right yes <laughs> she has that ability yes Chari, okay so my recommendation is last week tonight by John, uh, with John Oliver uh, the episode on immigration courts I found that interesting and I'm recommending it because that is the sort of thing that I would hope our TV news debates would live up to. He calls out the inherent, inherent problems with immigration courts where even a four-year-old gets to represent themselves. And there's an immigration officer coming out and saying, I can teach immigration law to even a four-year-old. Like the four-year-old is saying orange is the country they want to live in. Like mm. what are you talking about? So... Right. Thank you so much. Uh, before we wind up, uh, I have a, another request. Do subscribe. Pay to keep news free. We would like to do a lot more work. We'd like to do a lot more ground reports. We'd like News Laundry to do what news should be doing. And that can only be done when we survive on your contributions and your subscriptions and not advertising because we don't take any ads. Suggest your friends and family to subscribe to News Laundry. I hope you will. With that, thank you, panel. See you guys thank next you. week. Thank, thank you. you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.